up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. You know, to get control of the situation, a lot of times parents will tell their children small fibs, things to kind of stretch the truth just to get them to do something else. What is that small fib that your parents told you when you were a child? Text it to 104536. I will start. Yes, you must. There was nothing that got me going on a summer, like a summer's day, like the sound of the ice cream truck coming down the, the street. There were two different ice cream men that used to come around my neighborhood. One who's, uh, you know, he had the song, you know, like it was a guy named Mr. Softy. Yeah, yes. The chain. Yeah. And then there was another one named Johnny who would just have a bell. Bring, and when you heard that bell, gosh, it was just like some kind of psychological programming. Immediately jump up out of the room run around the house, try to find all the change, whatever money, find mom's purse, and, like, get a couple bucks and have to run out of the door to get the ice cream truck to get all the ice cream and the candy and stuff. And this would happen every single day, and I'm sure it got on my mom's nerves. So at some point, my mom told me, you know what? This ice cream truck is great, but what you need to know is that he stores the ice cream under his bed. Some of it even goes under his pillow. What? It's not worth it. It's not very clean. And I was like, really? Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? She's like, yeah. No, don't. So in my head, I could just see this guy driving home with this truck and unloading the truck and putting <laughs> all this stuff under his bed in the covers. <laughs> in my head, I thought the ice cream man slept with all the ice cream. So then I was like, uh, I don't know if I want it anymore. anymore. It oh. worked. It did work. Until I realized that that would be impossible. Yeah. And when did you realize what age? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> maybe a couple of days ago. Okay, okay, that's fair. Maybe a couple of days also, ago. Also, I've had people say to us, you know, to me personally, too, that, that when the, when it was in the neighborhood, they said, oh, the bell means, or the song means they ran out of ice cream. The song means they ran out. Is that's that yours? Great. Is that yours? Is that, is that, is that yeah, I, that didn't happen to okay. me, but I heard that story yeah, before, and right. I think it's the funniest thing, and I'm probably going to use that when I'm a parent. That's I think. very funny. Here's one. It says, I'm 32 years old and still deeply terrified that consuming anything from the hotel room minibar will bankrupt my entire family. <laughs> right? <laughs> don't you tell Well, that. I mean, the prices are pretty that. high. so They are. If it's not bankruptcy, it's close. And something about eyesight being lost if you get too close to the TV? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, remember yes, that one? Yes, I remember that one. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah. My dad definitely said that. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, my mother told me if I made an ugly face, the wind would change and I would get <laughs> stuck that way forever, so don't make faces at her. <laughs> Can you imagine getting stuck with that frown? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Swallow seeds and the plants will grow inside of you. That's what I was told about watermelon. Is that right? Yeah, can you imagine oh. a watermelon growing inside of you? <laughs> like, that would be really, really painful. You know, Ashley Greco told a good story one yeah. time. She was saying that she tells her daughter right now, currently, that when she lies, she gets the, uh, like a, something on her forehead shows up. <laughs> so she can't, her daughter can't see it. But Ashley's <laughs> like, are you lying? Because I could see your forehead. Show- yeah. Or something about her forehead glows or something like that. So she's like, okay, is my forehead glowing? Oh, that's funny. But I think that's a good one, too. Okay. Get those kids not to lie. Text us the lie that your parents told you, like the one someone just texted. Uh, My mother told me that I was allergic to Coca-Cola. I still believe it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 104536, those parents, very, very tricky. Let's uncover those lies that you heard as a kid on Chubb Next. 
Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. There was a point in elementary where everyone was doing that cross-eyed thing, trying to yes. cross their eyes, and the teacher would tell us, like, hey, if you do that, it's going to get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, I I mean, that, That's of course, not true. That's you know what people were doing in my elementary school? What were they doing? These sickos. They were flipping their lids. I remember that. Flipping their eyelids. The nastiest <laughs> thing ever. Like, why would anyone want to do that? So that except that one kid, Richard Verdaro. He would do it all the time. And anyway. Uh, I was he now? We were told. I, I'd probably flip his jail? eyelids. So, yeah, probably. Now, is it, <laughs> Psycho, right? It's almost funny when we think about what our parents said to us as kids. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we were going to commit a felony or there was going to be a rap sheet against us. Well, it's funny that you say that. There's one that's coming up uh, multiple times. It seems one of the biggest lies parents told us. Right. You know when you're driving in the car with your folks? And you turn on the dome light inside yeah. the car, the yeah. light in the interior light of the car. I mean, I I was told it was illegal, and it seems like everyone is saying the same thing. Growing up, being told it was illegal to drive with the interior car light on. That's why you had to rush and turn it off. But is it not illegal? In fact, it is not illegal to have an interior light on. Not a single in the United States or about Canada. Uh, it, they, they're just worried that it's going to... Um, if you have it on, it might you won't be able to see as well, and it could uh, be distracted driving. That's all. You're now, telling me that it was today, I was today years old, when I found out that this was not true? You made a statement about two and a half minutes ago saying, no, it's illegal. I did say it was. It's and I a, said, you know what? With conviction, he with said conviction. it. He's like, is it not illegal? I, now, I can't no. say I wasn't far <laughs> off the mark on that one, too. I'm not going to let you, you know. You know, stand on that hill by yourself. Because I thought, no. So then then I thought, well, my dad never wanted us to keep it on because it was such a dim light back in the day that if you kept it on overnight, you would the battery would... It would dribble. Right, yeah, right. Exactly. I remember that one. Yeah. But anyway, but people will out like, turn that light off. It's illegal to drive the car light inside, but I'm just finding out that that's not true. It's just dangerous. I guess it's just annoying when you're the driver and your kids just keep yeah. turning it on. Oh, it's super annoying. So I know I understand that that's why my dad told me that. And distracting. <laughs> And distracting. One right. person says uh, you could get ticketed in some places in your car because they look at it as a distractive driving. But honestly, it isn't. It's not illegal. It's not. Right. Wow. Especially I, now with the, you have a whole screen in your car now with your <laughs> GPS, with your music. I guess you have now. a good point. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've been living a lie. The light is the least of our worries. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you think about what the car looked like when you were a kid and your mom told you that. Oh, yeah. There was just the AM, AM FM radio. It That's was, it, man. It, That's all you had. It was right. a yeah. different type of yeah, vehicle. Right, right. Very funny. Another lie that someone said their parents told them um, that green peas, to get them to eat it, they'd say that green peas were actually green corn. So it's the okay. same <laughs> <thing> <laughs> as corn. So you it's should eat it. Thing. You like corn, right? Well, these are this is just green, green corn. corn. Gross. Oh, man. Oh, boy. If you swallow gum, does it stay in your body? Does it stay in your body for seven for years? For seven years. Yeah, I, is that one true? I don't think. Let me look it up. WebMD. Didn't we talk about WebMD? Ah, <laughs> don't use WebMD. Don't use you WebMD. You know what, though? That that was, first of all, I mean, for you guys to know that, that has been carried on from generation to generation. Yeah. When you choose gum, chew gum. Okay. You does swallow it, gum. Does okay. it stay in your body for, yeah. for years? Keep yeah, on. that one I still don't know the answer to, but I feel like it can't be true because it's already chewed, so it's a solid at that point, so it's going to just go through like everything else. Uh, but, oh, but it's, it doesn't it, stay. It just it, it, if you swallow a swallow gum, uh, the but the gum doesn't stay in your stomach. It gets okay. See? It gets moved yeah. along. We're debunking it. Move along. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
Welcome to our science class. But yeah, remember, really. They didn't want us. They didn't want us to chew gum in school. They didn't right. want us to chew gum outside of school. So that's well, why they, they should have just let us chew the gum because then we wouldn't be scared and swallow it. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum one zero four five. Once upon a time, WebMD was not a thing. WebMD, the uh, the website where you could go up, type in your symptoms, and then it gives you a whole host of things that might be wrong with you and a disease that you may have. <laughs> Tell us about <laughs> what your symptoms was were and what WebMD told you you had and what you end up having instead. You could text one zero four five three six. Yeah, like, you know, you'll type in rash, fever, <laughs> stomach ache, and then you'll scare yourself into, I don't know, I might need surgery for whatever. How, do you go on WebMD much? I live with WebMD. You live with WebMD. But I do this. I go, oh, I'm coughing, and that my, my, my back hurts and whatever, and I look it up. And he goes, yeah, well, it's coughing because you're coughing. Yeah, it's allergies. It's what you're doing. No, but I think I need some, I need some medication. You know, you don't need medication. There's something wrong with me. No. And then and then we go on and on. He starts laughing at me because you are incredible. <laughs> so I so I don't get the answer from him that I want to hear. Mm-hmm. So I'll go to WebMD or I go look it up. And it gets into like you're there for 15 minutes going, well, this is it. You're going to expire soon. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's it. Or, you know, book an appointment right now. How, do you do that? Yeah. I mean, I'll go up there and I'll type <laughs> rash, <laughs> fever. And then it'll be like, oh, you might have some kind of thing that needs to be amputated. I'm like, what? What? I know. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. But it, you know, it, it, it's, you know, it's a, it's a tremendous resource because back in the day, people couldn't really even look up things that that's right. were wrong with them. So I've had doctors on the show who have said people come to an appointment. They say, please book an appointment if you think the appointment's going to be more than 15 minutes and you've got sheets and sheets of paper from WebMD that you want to discuss because what they do is they take up so much time. So they challenge the GP or the doctor, uh-huh. right? And go, but this That must here, really annoy them. Oh my gosh, Jamar, you have no idea. <laughs> like, I mean, they're, they're glad that you're looking into it, but they're going to do the test to find out about it. It's good to be well-equipped, but, but then you're writing an, your own medical story. When, and, you, yeah. when you go on WebMD... You have like a list of conditions, you know, skin problems, digestive uh, disorders, right. pain management, diabetes, brain and nervous system. Then you can click on that, and then it gives you a whole host of things that could be wrong with you that you can click into. Yeah. So I click into skin disorders. <laughs> you could have psoriasis, eczema, shingles, acne, hair yeah. loss, yeah. view more. Sure, we would love to view more. And, and what it, you say to yourself is, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, I have that. I have that. I have that. I have that. I So... For many people, going to WebMD is a pretty scary thing because you f- yeah. you start feeling like you have things that you don't even have. I know, I know. We're I think we're all we all do it at some point, right? Azalea, do you do that? I try my best not to, but a lot of the times, <laughs> to be honest, I don't get sick. So okay, <laughs> must be nice. What are you, what are you drinking? She's young. <laughs> well, young and healthy. I, I kind of thought I was young too. I might need to reevaluate <laughs> right? that. I don't know. <laughs> Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Talking about the site WebMD and how it scared you into thinking you had something that you probably did not have. I, it's very easy to happen here because you can click into a a a hole of of really just <laughs> uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Fall down a rabbit hole. A rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you click on one thing and it's like, oh, you might have heartburn. 
or GERD, or maybe it's also ulcerative GERD, yeah. <laughs> or, uh, maybe it's colitis. Maybe it's inflammatory bowel disease. Maybe of celiac. Click, 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 click. Well, you know what? A lot of people were doing this. Tell me. During COVID. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, That's if they true. ever even because yeah. some people were like, it seems like COVID, but I feel like it might be something worse. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's uh, appendicitis. Yeah. You never know. Maybe it's hemorrhoids. I'm clicking. I'm clicking. But, You're but, clicking but, on all the but, things. You know, I, I'll say this. You know, as much as we look at that and go, yeah. It's interesting what the Apple Watches, for example, pretty soon it's going to say you are not feeling well and you need to see a doctor. And then you don't go in. Does your Apple Watch do that? No, it's going to eventually. Oh. And then what's going to happen is the doctor's going to, a doctor's going to come up on your, on your screen and say, hello. And they're going to say, we just looked at all your stats. (laughs) Your watch called us. Yeah, exactly. And you need to come in. That's actually a that's, great idea. Within the next five years. I do think that's where we're going. That is exactly, because I was talking to my husband about it. He goes, that's exactly where we're going. Right now, if you have to go get an ultrasound or something like that, you have to go to the hospital, right? Right. But then the, the follow-up uh, is through, like, the screen or on the phone with right. your doctor. You don't have to go in for that follow-up to face-to-face. The latest Apple Watch release, the one that's yeah. coming out now that might be out right now, uh, this Apple Watch can track your body's temperature so closely that if a woman is wearing it, it can tell you what part of your menstrual cycle you're in. Meaning, it'll tell you if you're just menstruating or if you're just in the regular part of the cycle or if you're actually ovulating right now or if you're getting ready to be on cycle. The watch is that good. It's pretty incredible that a watch can do that. That's right. Electronics. It's that's what it's just like amazing. And then so, during that same uh, presentation, yeah, yeah. they had all these people showing of uh stories about how the watch sort of saved their lives. Yes. Yeah, like That's the thing. You know, they got into a car accident or maybe they were having some kind of heart, heart. condition. Yeah. And then the watch alerted them and then they said, "Oh, I need to call a doctor." Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah, they were having a heart attack. And had they not known and called uh, medical attention as yeah. quickly as they did, they might not be alive. Yeah. And then if you're wearing a watch or a chip and you have a doctor, <laughs> yeah. you go, hey, uh, Dr. McNeil, I got a problem. Yeah, I see that your uh, heart rate, your uh, glucose levels, da, da, da. And it, you should come in and see me. Seriously. Yep. That's kind of scary. I'm not saying we won't use WebMD, though, because we'll still do that and get all paranoid. Because mm-hmm. that's what we are, and paranoid we'll may, people. May but par- try not to. <laughs> try not to. Try not to. Leave that to the professionals. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. It's a bit petty, but uh, it has him questioning the whole relationship. His wife is a digger and not a spreader. Let me explain. He opens up the refrigerator and he takes out the tub of butter. The butter comes in a tub. Most people, you take your butter knife and you spread off the top to spread onto your bread or your bagel or what have you. She, according to him, stabs the butter and digs it out of the middle. So when when he opens up the tub of butter, there's like a big hole either in the middle of it or in the side of it. And it's not nicely even on the top. Right. I think that's how most people do it. Yes, I do too. Right? Yeah. I, that's how I do it. Is that how you do it? I do it. And it, you know, let me put a little thing. And my husband does not do this, but past roommates have done this. Leave a little bit of the toast. Yes. The butter. That bugs me. Yeah. Past toast memories. I understand. Yeah. I understand. But, uh, but the smoothness. I like the smoothness. Yeah, that could be pretty nasty depending on the type of stuff that's being eaten. Like yeah. you got past toast, past jelly, past mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. in the butter. Yeah. Wipe the knife, please. Um. 
his quote is, this is how my new partner uses her butter. Is she a serial killer, serial killer based off of this information? <laughs> um, he just can't get past it. Um, the responses are all over the place on Reddit. One person said um, that digger or not a scraper, this is a deal breaker. <laughs> That's wow. a funny one. Um, I think you'd be butter off without her, said another person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no crumbs, you're good, as you said. Yeah. So this person said he's willing to uh, forego that if, because it's clean in there. Yeah, that's yeah. So I'm 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 with you. I'm like a spreader. Yeah, spreader, yeah, yeah. Spread. So it makes us think about you know little teeny tiny things. You said you want. I, I haven't left this last comment that you made. It starts in the bathroom, Jamar. You want to explain that? I have a bathroom thing. I just think there are things in the ba- things in the bathroom that have to be done a certain way. Um, and I don't know what planet you must come from to to squeeze the toy the, the the toothpaste from the middle and not from the end. So it looks as if Cookie Monster had grabbed your your, ah, your, your toothpaste yeah. thing and ah, let me get the toothpaste. <laughs> like it just looked nice and flat. Like I just don't understand why people, one person in particular, yeah. does it like that. But that's that's the one for me. Okay, it makes me question everything. Like, are we? even from the same universe, yeah. but apparently... It's so are. interesting, though, how that little thing... Like, they even talk about toilet paper rolls uh, uh, under or over. Oh, that... that, 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 that that'll, that'll that debate's done. Yeah, but, It's but over. It's over, okay. and it's, it's over. And it's over. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> because if you go to any hotel, that's what they do. It's over. It's over. Not and that's under. said there. Mm-hmm. And then, so these little teeny tiny things that you love that person, you like that person. In this case, that was a new partner. Is it a red flag? I don't know. Well, let us know. What does your partner do that makes you question everything about them in the relationship? <laughs> Text 104-536. Someone says, oh, man, wait till you hear what their husband does in the shower. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104-5. And living with somebody is so interesting. That's when you. That's when the relationship really starts. I mean, that's when you really get to know somebody. That's little, right. And we all have these little things that we do yeah. that we don't even know we do them because we're used to them. But when someone has to be uh, exposed or subject to it, it, they, it, question. it, it they can question everything. Yeah, right, right. Someone said that their husband blows his nose in the shower. Sounds pretty benign. But remember, the shower is like an echo chamber. So if he, <laughs> right, so if he has one of those loud nose blows, it's like... <laughs> it's like every morning you're just hearing this like echo nose blow right from the bathroom. Um, I can that, imagine that go that reverberates throughout the house. I can imagine because yeah. my dad used to do that. Really? <laughs> like what is going on in there? Okay. Uh, someone says he consumes so much cereal in a day. Like he eats a, an amazing amount of cereal. This person must be going through like a box every day of cereal. Wow. Okay. Um. Not a great planner. Um, Yawn yells, says one person. So give me an example of that. (laughs) You know people (laughs) yawn like that? Like That's a good one. Like it's not necessary. It's a bad one, but that's a good one. There are a lot of people do that. The yawn yell. You do that, Jamar. I do not do that. Does he? (laughs) Am I lying? I I yawn yell. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Oh my gosh, I yawn yell? Oh, Somebody to, back me up. I have Jamar to. Jamar doesn't do that. I hope I don't Thank do it on the radio. <laughs> look, look at me. Look at me. Jamar does that. I know we're on radio, but look at me. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have to. I have to get some verification <laughs> on that one. Yawn yell. Yeah. 
Never even heard the term before. <laughs> Is there such a thing? Biting his nails to the point of bleeding someone. Oh, no, no, oh, no. Then there's some anxiety in there. You better okay. Get yeah. That out. Yeah. Uh, dropping dirty laundry on the floor beside the hamper. Why? Why would anyone that? do that? What is that? Laziness. Is that, it for is it for your consideration? <laughs> there's a there's a, a review process going on before it gets in there. Uh, same thing with the person who puts all the uh, the dishes in the sink and not in the dishwasher, which is right yeah. next to the sink typically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that is a very uh, that's a that's a big one in houses. You know what happens? Sometimes the person thinks that the dishwasher has clean stuff in there, mm-hmm. and they don't bother to look, mm-hmm. and then they throw them in the sink, and they just I, leave them there. That's why they came up with a, the little cute magnet say that you can flip it and says, clean, dirty. I mean, I've never go, seen that if before. If you have to go that far, <laughs> right. you can't open it up and check. The other thing is uh, a girlfriend of mine, knowing that we were going to do this today, she said, you know, it's, cleanup is great, but when the counters aren't cleaned off, it drives her nuts. Yeah. So it that's that's one of those little things. Loves her a partner, but she said I just can't stand it. Someone in Hamilton says my ex would pull out his nose hairs. <gasps> Why'd we be driving in the car together? What? My car. Okay. How long are your nose hairs? <laughs> like how well, long is that car ride? I gotta right? say, I gotta <laughs> say, I know we have to wrap on this one, but. When you're going up the Dahl Valley Parkway in the afternoon, the lighting is just perfect. <laughs> you <laughs> hair on your chin, oh. and you can't pull over to pluck it. That's crazy. It's all about the lighting, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, here's to living together. Yeah, good luck. Tough. Yeah, Sorry to yawn away. shame you. Yawn yell. <laughs> I've never even heard the term before. Now to yawn find out that I do you. it. Yeah. All right, I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to, <laughs> do I sneeze yell too? Someone says there's a sneeze yell. Oh, <laughs> That's my husband. That's your husband. He sneeze yells. Yeah, he really, and but I feel like you know when he does it, it's always three, three in a row, and he's done. Okay. And that reverberates throughout the house. It's just not necessary. I don't know why people. No, why he, we do, why no, we do he, that. it is necessary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. This I know it's coming. I just covered my ears. Got it. Okay. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Always want to work for one of those big companies? Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> this is what happened at Goldman Sachs. Um, once the pandemic was underway, they added a free coffee machine. Yeah. Free coffee. Yeah. Sounds nice. Like, I mean, it's the least they could do. Yeah. You walk in, you get, get a cappuccino, you get a regular coffee. It's all there. I think that that is a very low-cost item for a company so big and so rich. Yeah, how do they do it? Volume. They buy it in volume. There it is. So? So what? And this was to encourage people who weren't coming in every single day, right. who were like staggered work. They said, listen, if you're going to come in, yeah. when you do, at least there'll be free coffee. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good perk. Love the perk on the perk. No pun intended. Right. None. It's a perk. Um, the only thing is, once they uh, mandatorily, they wanted all the uh, the employees to come back for a five-day work week. Five-day, not three and two, yeah. They yanked the coffee machine. That's enough. That's a lot of people. What we can't doing? afford it. Are you kidding me? Like, they, they said, all right, no more free coffee. Yeah. <laughs> like, like imagine that conversation. Thanks for coming. That's it. Wow. Now you can go to your local uh, coffee maker and go... You know, go get your own coffee. Now, interesting because in, in from what I understand in that building, and I've never been to the Goldman Sachs building, but is that, you know, when you would arrive as they were luring you back in mm-hmm. to come back at least part time, mm-hmm. the coffee was like right there when you when you entered the the big foyer. It was right there. That's great. Plus on the floor that you worked on. Apparently the CEO isn't the greatest person or the nicest person. Well, apparently just the other day now, I just read because I knew we were doing the story, they laid off a whole bunch of people. 
Mm-hmm. So more so, coffee, so why not give more There's definitely coffee. more coffee to go around. <laughs> right. But uh, their CEO once said that working from home was an aberration. <laughs> like, not very happy no. about, you know, protecting their uh, their employees from an infectious disease. Exactly. <laughs> I guess. Exactly. I don't know. It's an aberration. But um, what perk, what's the best perk yeah. at your job? Everybody, I mean, I hopefully every employer does a little something to make working there a little nicer, a little easier. What's the best perk at your place of work? Did you ever have one, besides this fabulous station we work for, mm-hmm. back in all the different stations you work for and me too, mm-hmm. was there like was there something when you moved here that said, well, I don't have that, like, or or they don't do that anymore? I, gotta, I was thinking about that the other day. Like there was always somehow, some way, in a little city of Calgary, yeah. not so little anymore, there was always a, donuts. Oh, that's nice. Because the guy that sold the deal with whatever the donut shop was, yeah, you know, he said, I'll, I'll make sure that your staff has donuts. And I thought that was a nice perk, especially when you're, you know, not making a lot of money. At least you have a little something to eat. That is a that, good perk. It was a cute that is a perk. good yeah. perk. I mean, yeah. What about you in Chicago or, you know? I mean, here there's so many perks I can't name, so yeah, I'll, but I'll, I mean, just, like, I'll move past here. No, um, no but, but, but uh, like back in the day when you were younger and you go, hey, that's the a other, perk. The other, uh, you know what? I worked at this radio station in D.C. that used to give us a uh, bumper sticker. What a great perk. It was so nice. What? <laughs> you would never put a bumper sticker on your car, number one. Thank you for pointing out the obvious. When, when, <laughs> the, no, look at us. I, okay. oh, I haven't had we perks. Are gra- we are graduates of bumper sticker <laughs> promotion. Right. Yes. Which don't happen anymore. Yeah, so that was a nice thing. I would like I some more gonna... chum swag. Yeah. 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 We, we had, this I station has better swag. swag than most stations. Oh, yeah. I saw yeah. scrunchies out here the other oh, day. Yeah, we chum. Oh, no. We have a lip balm. Silk scrunchies at that. Yeah, right. They also have their little hats. They got all. But I'm just thinking about, you know, the food part of it. Like, there was always, like, coffee and something. Yeah. yeah. You know, this and something. Well, that Goldman and Sachs, like, it wasn't even just coffee. It was, like, cappuccinos, uh, like, flat whites. Fancy, it was, like, fancy. almond milk. Fancy soy. coffees. Like, they yeah. were giving you fancy stuff. Yeah, yeah. to lure you back in. Now, yeah. you know how much those cost? Five, six dollars. Exactly. Like, we're not spending that money anymore. Yeah. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. The great Goldman Sachs of New York City took away the coffee machine. Wow. <laughs> That's uh, a little surprising. Um, but let's go around the uh, the GTA room. Sure. And see if are there are any good perks going on at the workplaces around us. And see if any employers get any ideas just from listening to them. Um, oh, someone says absolutely no perks at my workplace. They don't give us anything. Oh, okay, sorry about sorry. that. Wah, wah, wah. Uh-huh. Uh, someone says uh, the shop I work for started a perk recently when the gas prices went through the roof, giving each employee a $50 gas card Ooh. with each pay. That's all right. That's big. Yeah. That's big. I wonder what company that is. If you could, if you want to share that, go right ahead. That's unique. Yeah, I like it. Jill says free flights. Yeah. Air Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, Another one in Hamilton says, I teach first grade. The best perk is their smiles and hugs. That's really nice. It beats anything tangible. Yeah. Okay. Um, We're materialistic here, so we want... Yeah, I'm with the stuff I can hold. (laughs) Uh, Our technicians all use a company vehicle that they can use for personal uh, use up to 600 kilometers per month. So like a a company car. Yeah, yeah. We pay the gas, and we also have uh, free unlimited coffee in the office. What companies are these? This is great. Film person says, we get two catered meals... A day and yeah. endless snacks. There's nothing like those film food trucks that serve like the Danishes and yeah. the uh, Kaiser bun with egg and cheese. Oh, I love and it. And then you bring your extra Ziploc bags, uh, you know, just in case you want to take a snack home. There you go. 
Where is this? Someone says our office provides free fruit, coffee, soda, juice, half-day Fridays in summer, wellness perks, to name a few. Wow. What? Like, what? Like a massage or a facial? I, te- I texted them back. Where the hell, I mean heaven, do you work? Right. Like, where is that? <laughs> so zen, I like it. I know somebody who works at the TikTok headquarters yeah. in the States. Yeah. And he said when you go in there, their kitchen is fully stocked with drinks their cupboards are stocked with food yeah and you just go in and you just do your thing they have a salad bar they have a hot table i feel like that's just one they, of those companies it's got to feel they have to make it feel good to work there yeah um, and they really do well, you just go in and you eat you eat lunch you eat your dinner like everything is available for you and the food is changing on the hot table as the day changes geez. so there must be somebody there to manage all that too i would yeah yeah, yeah they like have, we have like a great cafeteria. cafeteria jerry runs a great cafeteria yeah. up there. but i, I like theirs is open yeah, you just too. go yeah. nope like it's free. Right. Wow. TikTok. Yeah. Uh, perk is uh, parking underground. Uh, That's someone, a wor- perk. someone works midtown Tundra, Toronto. That's parking good. is a perk. Parking is a big perk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Texter says, I get to sleep with the boss, who's also my, hus- who's also my husband. Oh, okay. 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 I wonder <laughs> if that, that perk was acquired upon sign on or if that was. <laughs> that happened. Uh... For your, uh, did you have your, to work your way up to that position? No, or I was going to say, <laughs> for your annual, uh, what is it? What is it when they when they talk to people when they interview? Interview. <laughs> so how's it going? Great. Are you, you know, everybody. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this job comes with perks. I'm uh huh. Turn up, Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. This study must have been done by a very very frustrated parent. <laughs> uh, there's a new study that has found conclusively the age where kids start really, really testing their parents and not even just testing them, but questioning their judgment, questioning how much they could trust them, questioning if they they could even believe the information their parents give them. And uh, at this age, you know, usually before that age, you can tell the kids whatever you want. And they kind of go, really? And they believe you. But there is a certain age where kids are just like, really? And the really turns a little more skeptical. That age is six years old. Now, any parent right now, if you have a kid who's around six years old or approaching or just slightly out of six, or if you remember that age, you probably remember this point where the kids just became extremely skeptical of everything you said. Yes, questions you. Questions. Questions you. That's not true. Yes, that, that thing. That's not what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's so interesting because this is a study done at Harvard. See, I think about people that cannot deal with kids sometimes when we think about how well-educated we are. So they are concerned about this. When do we know that these kids are skeptical? Harvard and the University of Toronto both studied this. So it is it's a big deal. And they say, okay, really love your three-year-olds right now. They're so damn cute, even though they have tantrums. But get ready. Here's a lie I say to Everly, who's three years old. I want to watch Paw Patrol. I know, but it's not on right now. Mm-hmm. It's on all the time. But I don't want her to know that. Right. There's going to be an age right? where that's going to stop. Yeah. She could be like, really? Yeah. She might just pick up the remote and look herself. Uh-huh. She might, uh, you know, scroll through something and see that, hey, you said it's not on right now, but I can clearly turn it on right now. And they know how to use the remotes, don't they? Yeah, yeah. What about was, Kofi? Uh, he, no, he believes everything I say right now. <laughs> Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm not either. He's three and a half, uh, Everly's three. Okay, so six is when that really edges in, huh? What they do is, uh, to study this, they they told the kids a bunch of, like, 
clearly fabricated information. For example, they give the kid a rock, I and mean, they just put the kid in the room with the rock, and they, they told the child that, hey, that's a really soft rock. And then they leave the child with it and not say anything. And not and, and they would uh, n the child wouldn't be aware that they were looking at them. And after they told the child the rock was soft, all the children, six and older, would pick up the rock to see if it was soft. Six and under, they would pretty much leave and go, nah, Accept as they, is. They would just accept yeah, as is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? The six-year-olds are going, nah, uh They were like, is it really soft? That doesn't sound right. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's how they did it. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, tell us, you can text the 104526, yeah. the last lie mm -hmm. that your child called you out on or the last time your child attempted to call you out. What was it about? <laughs> and what were you trying to get them to believe? Uh, was it about the uh, the worthy... the the <laughs> How good your dinner tasted. Oh, this is great. <laughs> They're like, really? You can text us 104536. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. So they say, uh, according to the research, this is reaches that was done here at the University of Toronto. Mm -hmm. Six years old is the, the, the age where the children start questioning you and and not even just questioning you but they think that you don't know what you're talking about oh yeah six years old so anything you tell them they're going to challenge it and test it and come up to their own conclusion or at least try to i mean i think i waited till i mean reality hit 12 13 for me uh funny you said that uh someone texted in that they have uh 15 year old twins and these twins think that their parent is the most uneducated person on earth. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know nothing, says parent. Yeah. Like, yeah. they know everything. And to top it off, uh, this person's a teacher. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. the, the kids yeah. literally think they, they live with an uneducated teacher. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, they've resorted to telling this kid that I am Google Translate. That's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am Google everything. Um, someone said that I, I used to tell my nephew that his name was written all over something. If it was something that he needed to eat or something that I wanted him to do, I'd tell him that his name is written all over it, so he had to do it. Then he got to the age where he says, I don't see my name anywhere. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yep. busted. Yeah, I, I have visions in my head on how I'm going to have this conversation with my kid at the point where I need to, to, to explain to him that. I'm so much older than you. I know everything, and you don't know anything. I'm trying to figure out how it... So in my head, I see myself making like a timeline and showing where on the timeline his age is and where on the timeline my age is. And like, I've lived this much longer than you. Oh, you do have to do that. This is what, I'm, this is what I'm thinking in yeah, my head. Yeah, this yeah. is how I'm going to break What's that down What's your statement? For yeah, yeah, your statement. Like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is where you are. This, this is, is where, where I am. am. And this is everything that's happened in between that you haven't learned yet. Yeah. I hope he goes for it. Is it a PowerPoint presentation? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's PowerPoint. I'm, I'm thinking about that. Okay. Um, All right. The parent says, for the longest time, I convinced my youngest daughter I was 25. This was until when she was 11, and then she learned math. Oh, dang. <laughs> Eventually, they're going to have to count. Exactly. Oh, uh, uh, well. Keep trying. Yeah, have to. Have to. <laughs> Gee, it's so much earlier. All right, fine. Uh-huh. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Oh, well, this is, the, uh, this is the, the version of regularity for your contact list. It's called the friend cleanse. Friend cleanse. And um, 
doctors are are suggesting that everyone actually do this. Yeah. Because of the the positive health benefits mentally. Right. And socially. Um, are there people in your life that no longer serve you? You should try to do a friend cleanse and jettison the extra weight. That's right. Clear out the clutter. Clear now, out the clutter. Now, normally we don't give you 10 questions, but I think if you are brushing your teeth right now, pouring your first cup of coffee in the morning, ask yourself these questions, okay? Because there's 10 of them. The question, number one is, have they been there for you when you reached out during the tougher moments in your life? Yeah, yeah. Next question. And when they did that, were they judgmental? Were they judgmental? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, did they make an adequate effort to stay in touch? That's a very good question. Mm-hmm. Um, did they fail to make enough effort to really get to know you? Mm-hmm. Have the person has the person been open about themselves and their life with you, or are they just pre- uh, presenting a charade to you? Yeah. Um, how about this? Did they fail to warn or tell you about important things that you actually needed to know? Was there information they withheld that you would have appreciated hearing? Did this person ever wonder about what? Did you? I'm sorry. Did you ever wonder, wonder yeah. what the person was saying or doing behind your back? Right. That's a biggie. that's a good one. That's a biggie. You know, if you if you have a feeling that somebody's talking about mm-hmm. you that they're not looking at you favorably, mm-hmm. are they really your friend? Right. Right. Or when they're gossiping about other people to you. Oh, yes. Like, that's not good. Worst. I know that you gossip about me to other people yeah. the way you're doing this right now. Here's here's a good way of finding that out before we continue with that list. You go into a situation where there's a whole bunch of friends. Uh huh. And you walk in the door, and they kind of be quiet when you're quiet. They quiet <laughs> like down. The conversation stops. Yes, yeah, and that's uh, when the charade begins. Okay. That is so uncomfortable. You know that, right? Um, I do. Did they date your significant other while you were still dating them? Oh, ah, ah. Wow. We used that as a one-off on a, on a, on a show a couple of months ago, and that was uh, resonated with a lot of people. It sure did. Mm-hmm. Um. Do they not seem to cherish your friendship? Yeah. A lot of people could really relate to that one. You ever feel like you're putting in more of the work to keep things together yes. in friendship? Like yes. you're the one making the efforts to make the play dates, you know, mm-hmm. do things that are special, maybe bring food or whatever it is. Right. But they don't, they seem to kind of write you off and it's not very important to them. Or don't get back to you. Or don't get, right, exactly. Right. Like the usual way you should to be respectful. And uh, the last question you should ask yourself is, did they not change any of the above behavior even when you gave them the opportunity right. to? If you brought it to their attention or you just made it a point to say, hey, I don't like this. This makes me uncomfortable, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And they did nothing about it, maybe even wrote it off. Mm. I don't know. I'd like to add to that list to make it number 11. I think everyone should add to the list. Yeah. Why don't you text us at 104536? What do you say? My ad, and I mentioned this to you guys before we went on the air. You know when somebody calls you and you go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what the ah uh, is for, but you're like, ah. Uh. That one is very self-reflective. So it's more about how you feel when That's right. you get ready to speak to the person. That's right. And so what is it? Is it how you're feeling at the moment? Yeah. Or your relationship? Or what is it? Okay. You have to your ask yourself that question. body reacting. Yeah. It's like, oh, A visceral shit. reaction from just thinking right. about the person. Yeah. Just thinking of answering the phone call. It's like, oh, it, uh, Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what that is. Okay. So yeah. these are the questions they're saying you should ask yourself uh-huh. as you're doing your friend cleanse. Why don't you add to the list? Text us at 104536. What are some of the questions one needs to ask himself when they're trying to decide, am I keeping this friend or am I saying peace? 
up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shem 104.5. The friend cleanse. The friend cleanse they're recommending we should do because, I mean, let's face it. <laughs> not everyone can make the cut. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know if that's what it is. but Well, I think you go through changes in your life, right? And sometimes it's just not applicable anymore. I, I would have to agree with you. Yeah. Um, they say that it makes a big difference in your life because, you know, and then you don't have the mental baggage of trying to maintain something that doesn't know it no longer serves you. And I would think particularly in the last couple of years, as we've gone through some really big moments, um, socially, health wise, just mentally, you know, now's the time to take stock of people and be like, why are we doing well, this? We just talked about that off the air, right? Like, it's like, if do you want to re-enter this relationship that wasn't healthy yeah. before lockdown? One of the questions I would ask yeah. is, um, our values, do our values line up anymore? You know? Yeah. I think a lot of those examples, we, we saw so many examples over the last particularly three or four years where we have to question, are our values together? And if they're not, you know, this is a relationship that pretty much is for nothing. Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. You know? Not a bad way, but, I mean, let's just, just do ourselves a favor and just mm-hmm. go our separate ways at this mm-hmm. point. You know? So that's the question I would add to that list. Where are our values? Are they in line? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah? What about you, Zalia? I think there's there's a meme that was going around. Well, it's not so much a meme. It's more of a quote yeah. that says, pay attention to those who don't clap for you in the crowd. Wow. Right? Wow. And then so it's like, when you think about it, really, if you just put yourself in a scenario where you're winning at something... And imagine you win an award and you go up and your friends are all in the, your friends are all in the audience (laughs) and all of these people are clapping for you, but your friends are just like looking around. Yeah. That's what it feels like. That's what the not clapping for you feels like. Good Good and bad times. Right. Exactly. Because there's some people that like to uh, have that rainy day and be that person that comes in and says and likes to get that information. But when you are celebrating something that's successful, Right. If they're not there, that's a, that's a good one. I think I think it gets to a point, too, and again, you know, with this uh, lockdown situation, before you reenter a relationship, take stock in it. If you're the one that's always planning and they're not reciprocating, ask yourself, are they not good planners or am right. I a better planner? Hmm. Right. Like, don't, don't completely, you know, throw them away, you know, whatever. But if you feel like you're always generating things to do together yes, and they're hesitating getting back to you, just maybe they're not good at that. But if they're not coming, getting back to you, you know, Jamar, that, that that's not good. That's not good. That's not, that's good. not good. And then, and then people that are with you all the time, but they just talk about themselves all the time. Right. Always about them. Never asking questions. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a, one. that's a rough one. Yeah. Um, this one says, and, uh, I think social media has heightened this observation what about people who just watch you on facebook but they don't interact with you yeah i think that one. that's a good one i'm i'm I mean, i'm definitely guilty of that but i would say you also have to figure out when you are with that person or whether you're talking with the person is the person genuinely interested in you outside of that i think that's what they're trying to figure out okay people who are just genuinely not interested in interacting with you whether it be on social media you know digitally or in person if they're just not engaged yeah. when you're around them, yeah. the person's not interested in you. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you ever get this, though, guys? Yeah. Because of what we do for a living. Oh, I heard you on the radio or I saw you on TV. I, 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 it feels like I've, I know what you're It's doing. not real life. The, uh, 
Not real life. Right. <laughs> Let's do it in real life. Exactly. This one, that one gets under my skin the most. Yes. I, I, oh, I, I thought of another one. Yeah. What? You know when the friends want to check up on you just to make sure things are not going well? Oh, wow. They ask you about things. That's like, what I mean, the rainy day people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They only want to... They're they, just like, oh, okay, so yeah. life's not as good as it looks. So they're only checking on you to hear yes. the bad news. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. man. Time to let those people go. Yeah. <laughs> Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Chum 104.5. Podcast.